He signed it for me. But before I mention that, he had invited after his speech for those of us who wished to speak with him and and just greet him personally, face to face, that when I approached him, he looked me in the eyes. And he might have done this to other brothers and sisters as well, but I felt a special welcoming from him. He said to me, he says, you know, we have been waiting for you. So I, I took that to be a sign that indeed he had uh, observed me, my aura, felt my energy. I was always in the mode of being awed by brothers and sisters such as him who uh, were born in Africa, who were educators and leaders, and I felt that there was a special uh, energy that they had uh, possessed with me being one who was born here in the United States and that my immediate ancestors were actually slaves. And uh, so uh, without getting into that deeper, I just felt this immediate connection with him. Little did I realize that years later that I would meet him again face-to-face, but this time it was as a result of me being a Facebook friend of the New York City, or should I say the tribe here in the East Coast. He had several communities throughout the world, but primarily uh, here in the United States, uh, there was a very dynamic community here in upstate New York. And I happened to be, become a Facebook friend and, and follower. So I, I found out that he was doing divinations uh, on an ongoing basis here in, in uh, the tri-state area. And uh, eventually my wife and I, Dr. Dor Gray, uh, decided that we would like to have divinations uh, uh, performed by him for us. And that happened. And at that time, he had gave me a reading and indicated that from what he observed with my commitment to uh, promoting the African drum within our community with the uh, uh, information that I gave him that he felt that I needed to really take this very seriously and to have that is on the top of my list in terms of my purpose in life. And, indeed, that has been one of my main endeavors, uh, if not the main endeavor in terms of uh, my purpose, as I have played at many functions, including uh, um, President Barack Obama's inauguration unofficially with a group of activists and and, uh, and, and various uh, funerals and celebrations, Kwanzaa, even playing at the... Uh, performing at the African burial ground for the reinterment of the brothers and ancestors, brothers and sisters who were discovered in the Wall Street area and reinterred uh, at the uh, African burial ground. So I uh, have always been uh, 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 grateful for the association that I developed with Dr. Maladoma Some. Now, it doesn't stop there. Uh, indeed, we had the pleasure of having him as a guest of our home. And that happened also as a result of my uh, connection with his, his village 
here in the East Coast. And uh, he was in need of a place to uh, perform divinations. And usually people within that organization, they provide him with a, a, a if not a venue, a, a, a home in which he would be able to spend a few days uh, as he would engage in, in, in providing this service of divination. And it so happened, though, that he uh, was told that I was a, my, my home, my wife and I had a home, has a home that was available for him to, to, uh, to stay at for a few days. And lo and behold, he decided that he would like to uh, uh, take us up on the opportunity to join us at our home. So we had the pleasure of, of having him uh, as a guest. And to get to really know him in as little time as you would have with him uh, being with us for about four days, I think it might have been five days, uh, and after he would finish all day performing divinations, he would be somewhat exhausted, and he would have his dinner and uh, and spend an hour or so with us. Um, my wife, she probably would be able to share with you some information later on in the show, uh, 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 next week I'm going to do a follow-up on this show. And uh, he was just a, such a humble uh, person, you know, this uh, uh, one who you would not believe the influence that he had uh, amongst so many uh, people throughout the world. I would say in the millions, I wouldn't be exaggerating. So my, my wife just uh, walked into the studio and uh, I would be remiss if I did not take the moment to uh, introduce you to her. And hi, hi, and how are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. And um, good evening, everyone. Alafia. And uh, my husband is paying tribute this evening to our brother, Elder Dr. Maladoa Pashisome. And I I just wanted to say. You know, even though it's a solemn occasion, we have learned to be grateful and to give thanks for the time that we are able to spend in this incarnation. And um, I know that even though it can be a somber event, when someone transitions, we, I believe we owe it to ourselves and our children to teach them to give thanks and be joyful. Yes. Our ancestors, I don't think, would appreciate us sitting around crying and depressed, and I, I, I know that that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. And so while we may be heavy-hearted, we still rejoice and we give thanks. I give thanks for my brother, Maladoma, because I've learned so much from him. Mm-hmm. I also appreciate that he was a very down-to-earth yes, he was. person, and I, I like that, and I look for that quality in people. Um, if someone is going to be a leader, I look for them to be approachable. Mm-hmm. I look for them to be a people person. Right. 
not someone who thinks that I've arrived on this level and I'm too good to say hello to you. I don't, I don't respect that. Mm-hmm. Maladoma was the antithesis of that. He was very down to earth. I'll tell you, after, he would, after he would finish, oh, well, there's so many stories <laughs> to tell. Yeah, you know, my, my husband, at the time that Maladoma visited, I was sick. I was actually, I, I was very um, incapacitated. As a matter of fact, I had recently come home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. My blood sugar had skyrocketed. I didn't know at that time that I had blood sugar issues, and I'm intentionally not calling the name. Right. But you all know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. I've said it maybe before. But when someone has blood sugar issues, you usually know what that means. So um, it had skyrocketed. I had lost my eyesight. Not to worry, not to fear, because I have it back now, right. you know, like, like yeah. quite well, where I'm at the point where I only, read, I only use um, reading glasses. I don't need glasses for every day. So I'm grateful. I thank on the Most High for that. But getting back to when Maladoma visited, um, I I was um, I needed to be like led around. I I knew my home because you tend to know what's around in your home. But I wasn't able to go out by myself. I wasn't able to go to work. I wasn't able to go anywhere. If I went somewhere, my husband had to take me and hold my hand because I wasn't able to fend for myself. So that was the condition that Maladoma, when he came for us to um, host him during his visit, that's the condition I was in. I wasn't. I was in okay spirits. I wasn't in any physical pain or anything. But I don't think I was very good company to talk because of my condition. But to make a long story short, um, Maladoma had favorite foods that he enjoyed, and so he and my husband went to the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, my husband, I know why my husband's laughing already because he knows what I'm going to say. So here I am. My, my husband had written down a list of the special things that Maladoma liked to eat, and they were going to get everything so that, you know, the food would be fresh. And uh, this was late in, late in the afternoon going towards evening that they went shopping. They went to... Um, they went to food town. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget that. And I'm, I'm going back now, you know, years ago. This is like around um, 2010. Yeah, so it goes back, you know, maybe like 11 years that this occurred. And uh, it was January of 2010, to be precise. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so they had a shopping list. I was absolutely of no use, you know, because I told you I, I was um, – I partially blind at that time from my medical condition. And uh, so about a half hour passed, and the phone rings. I should have kept the phone, like, like next to my side <laughs> or something, so I had to get find the phone. Yes. I knew where it was, but I, I just was moving very slowly to get the phone because I didn't want to trip over anything or hit my foot or anything like that. I answered the phone. It's my husband. You know, the two of them left this house, and forgot the list. <laughs> and I said, so why are you calling me? I can't help you. I can't yeah, see it. I can't read it for you. And I was like, I just had to laugh. I can't believe they did that. And they put all these different things on the list. And it's a maladoma that we found out about Tazo tea. Yeah. He liked Tazo tea. That's, right. That's the manufacturer's name. And I don't remember which flavor he had liked. But Tazo tea, it's delicious. 
But anyway, um, I know I drink their peppermint tea. Yes, peppermint. They have a lot of, it was peppermint that yeah, he liked? Okay, yeah. So, um, and then, like Maladoma, he could cook. And some see, some of the food that he made was native to his country. And my husband and I, we don't cook that way. And then, well, in addition, in addition, um, because if I, you know, if if I had been able to cook for him, I would have done it. But we don't know how to cook the meals the way he wanted to. And on top of that, we're vegetarian. Right. So they came back with the different types of meats and things that, that Maladoma wanted. And he said, no problem. You know, he would cook his own food. You know, he went and burn up my pots. We, we, <laughs> no, he did. And I, I just had to laugh. And the food, he didn't burn the food, but he burned the pots. Because right, right, right. <laughs> we just left him, you know, we, we were basically upstairs and we gave Maladoma downstairs where the kitchen is, just a quick description. So he had the kitchen. He had, um, we have a temple in our home, and he had the temple to do his work in. And uh, we have a den where, you know, the television and everything and the and the kitchen here. So was, and there's a bathroom down here as well. So my husband and I just kind of like went upstairs. And um, Maladoma, we just said, well, here, you know, just make yourself at home. Right. And he did. <laughs> he <laughs> up my pot. So. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> I just had to laugh. Yeah. So when someone passes... And um, I, I like to remember, you know, the good times. Yes, and, sir. yes, he was an incredible teacher, shaman, healer. He was quite astute. He could read you like a book. Yeah. But aside from that, he was a delightful human being mm-hmm. to be around. And I'm just grateful that um, I speak for my husband and myself. We're grateful that we had the honor of knowing him and being in his company and sharing our home with him. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, very well said, hon. Yes. Um, he, he has uh, a, a very special place in our hearts uh, in terms of his his being so down to earth, like you mentioned. Yes. And had a sense of humor also. Even when we had brought yes. him from the airport, we were in the car and everything mm-hmm. talking, and mm-hmm. he's just like, he's a regular person. Yeah. That's so wonderful. No fanfare. No, no pomp and circumstance. And so forth. And which is a big lesson because as uh you said, hon, many of us when we think that we had arrived, uh, you know, that we need to be acting in a certain way which is not really natural, you know, and and, and uh as a result of that we miss out on, on certain pleasures and certain certain pleasurable experiences. You miss out on a lot of rich experiences yeah. when you're putting on. I guess I'm just trying to express, be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. Treat people like people. Treat people regular. Mm-hmm. Receive people the way you would want someone to receive you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the book that uh, I had highlighted, and I must go back a little bit. I, I, I will not digress, but... Uh, I had posted the uh, the book, The Healing Wisdom of Africa, by uh, Baba Maladoma, and a uh, Facebook friend of mine indicated that uh, he had passed this past Thursday on the 9th of December, 2021, and I didn't know that. So I just want to thank uh, Ansaba Malefi, for really bringing to my attention 
uh, the passing of our brother, our spiritual brother, uh, Maladoma. And and uh, my wife has mentioned the fact that he had actually uh, declared us to be his spiritual brother and sister. You know, he basically adopted us into the village. Yes. And uh, that was, we didn't see that coming. No, we didn't. You know, and, and we didn't take it lightly. Because I don't think that he does that uh, on an ongoing basis. So he must have perceived in us uh, a certain aspect of us being worthy of that honor. And for that, I'm humbled. And I commit myself to living up to that uh, to that to that uh, opportunity and and and, and association. Uh, I eventually hope to reach out to his family and to uh, let them know uh, our sentiments and to provide them with uh, any assistance that we can within, within our c capacity. So, uh, as I mentioned, I met him at the Harriet Tubman Public School in, in Harlem, and uh, we realized that I'm always using the expression that everything is in divine order, that nothing happens by accident. So, I know that in my journey, as a young man and as a uh, middle-aged man and now as an elder, that I each day look to learn something new. Uh, each day look to uh, increase my knowledge. And I know that books like The Healing Wisdom of Africa and his other book that is worldwide, the acclaimed uh, of, water and, of water and the Spirit. I love that book. Yes. Uh, Maladoma... He left us with such a, a, uh, a history, with such information uh, about his, his fascinating journey. He talks about how through the traditional healing practice of the Dagara people of West Africa, with him being a shaman, as well as a scholar, uh, having uh, three masters and two PhDs, uh, Maladoma was very successful in introducing the Western community, the Western world, and readers to the rituals that breathe meaning into the daily lives of African seekers and teachers. His journey in this book happens to be uh, a simmering piece in the story of the earth. As a matter of fact, a quote by Alice Walker, uh, the famous uh, author, proclaimed that Maladoma's work is... Uh, one that is to be renowned and one that can take readers on a tour of two worlds as he relates the story of his youth in an African village and his education in the Western and traditional African ways. Uh, there's in uh, Avoiding the Spirit, he talks about how he was kidnapped by Jesuit priests and, and, and kept away from his village. And there was a problem with uh, him uh, escaping their, um, their their captivity, as it were, quote unquote, and not being accepted back into the village. He had to undergo uh, a a ritual, and in some instances, in some level, life-threatening ritual, in order for him to be accepted back into the village. And what happened was he also was able to teach ceremony and rituals so that Western readers 
they begin the healing and initiation process in our particular uh, predicament here in the Western world, in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, he also showed us in his books how to discover the genius and the gifts within ourselves in finding life's true purpose in the larger scheme of creating community. The author also describes the power of gathering and of engaging in traditional rituals of fire, water, earth, and material, and nature. He additionally explored how simple stones from the ground can be understood to retain the memory of generations. Mm-hmm. We're talking about stones. Yes. Not trees. People have heard that about trees and the forest and what have you. But within the stone, there resides the memory. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it was last night, I believe, where I was looking at a video where uh, it was ascertained that uh, our DNA contains the memory of since the beginning of man. And that we have eventually, we'll eventually have the capacity to tap into that. And that's what's happening right now. The indicator is the technology that we're experiencing today. Uh, At one time, people were in awe when the first radio was invented. And you could just turn on on a, a box and just plug into electricity and hear music and voice coming. Now we have that on our phone. So I'm just excited with the, the opportunity to be able to have a show like this, this podcast, and to share. Uh, we're approaching about five minutes before the show ends. I uh, probably will next week extend the show a little bit longer uh, because there's so much to share of, uh, about the wealth of, uh, of information and uh, of Dr. Baba Maladoma. One of the things that I'm excited about sharing is the fact that we're experiencing a pandemic. Uh, it's going on two years now. Yeah. And I would have wondered what Maladoma would have shared with us about the pandemic and how the indigenous community from where he comes from uh, are dealing with it. And I would dare to say that one of the things that he talks about in his book, The Healing uh, Wisdom of, of Africa, the chapter that's titled Healing in the Indigenous World, he says, in the indigenous world, technology takes a radical different form than in the West because its intention is not to disturb the natural world. And indigenous people tend to be familiar with the sorts of technology that do not assault nature do not compete with the natural order, and do not tend to show them as superior with respect to nature. This does not imply, he says, that villagers are not interested in learning to manipulate Western technology, but for the most part, their interest is matched by ignorance of how it works and how to relate to it. The chief of a village is awarded a moped, the equivalent of a limousine in the modern world. He is delighted by this gesture of respect. A few days later, he's found in the middle of the bush, pushing the bike and cursing. Ask what had happened. He says that the darn thing just stopped and decided to stay there. So he's dealing with the fact that the chief only has, uh, was only out of gas and did not know it. And that's where the ignorance comes in. But the fact of the matter is, is that we in the West are just so conditioned that we have a car 
and and we would take the car for 10 blocks just to go to the store. We don't recognize, as I was talking to my wife earlier today, the importance of exercise. So she and I both uh, have been blessed with the uh, the insight or the um, instinct to engage in sports at a very early age and not stop. Uh, and that has been able to uh, benefit us as we are now in our present age uh, as uh, junior elders and seniors elders, myself being that senior one, uh, that our health is relatively uh, above average in terms of being on the positive side. So before I end the show, I'd like to encourage those of you who are listening to not only be mindful, and by the way, I must say that we're not doctors, we're not lawyers, we're not health uh, professionals and dietitians and so forth. So anything that we share with you is truly for uh, informational purposes to share with you our personal experience and our particular lifestyle. We encourage you that you consult with your doctor or a professional, uh, whether it be attorney, et cetera, before you engage in anything that you hear on our show. But we do exercise every day. Uh, we try to at least walk uh, for 15 minutes to a half an hour a day. And being that we do have a home, uh, we walk up and down the stairs, and sometimes I purposely will leave things uh, upstairs or downstairs so that I would have to walk forward so that I accumulate a certain amount of steps. I encourage that you might want to consider yoga as, as an exercise. You know, there's a plethora of information on uh, certain internet, internet platforms such as YouTube so, indeed, we have little excuse uh, for not really having access to uh, information that can be beneficial to us while we're at home. We don't have to travel to a venue. We don't have to travel to a, a location outside of our house. So I encourage you to consider uh, going on YouTube and other, social, and other media, rather, platforms for a healthy uh, eating uh, food information, and also exercise. So with that being said... Before you end, I, can I just say one thing? I want to just um, lift up those who were affected in the southern states by the tornadoes, those who oh, lost their yes, homes yes, and you. those who lost their family members, and our thank prayers you. go out to you. Yes, yes. If any of you are listening, know that our prayers have been going out to you. Absolutely. And... Uh, you know, we wish you all the best. Yes. 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 And that, that's something that uh, we, we talk about, my wife and I, and uh, that we are truly blessed when we don't have to have that type of uh, experience. So we know that, indeed, we, we cannot send prayers and energy enough to those who are being challenged in that area. So, again, we thank you, as we always end the program, by giving thanks to the one most high God for allowing this show to take place. Uh, we say good evening to you. Alafia, etepu, namaste, shalom, assalamu alaikum, peace, love, and wellness, and abundant blessings. Until we meet again next week, same time at 6.30, we will continue with uh, covering uh, the healing wisdom of Africa, but Baba 
after model domain for Jesus only. 